Hello, guys, gals, non-binary pals. I'm Avery, or Hazel, or Kylie. Hello, I am Lily. And the odds are never in our favor. It is very true. Today, we are covering uh, Catching Fire, or as it's officially titled, The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Yeah, I feel like this entire movie was like, may the odds be ever in your favor, unless your name is Katniss Evergreen. Fuck you. Fuck your family. Hope they all burn. It's Everdeen, Evergreen. not Evergreen. Damn, I knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> so, um, before we get into it, obviously, spoilers for this movie um, and the first one. I don't know why you'd be watching this episode if you haven't seen the first one. Um, but also, we are going to be changing up something a little bit. Um, Lily and I already we? talked about. Oh, yeah, Lily, we, we already talked about this, but we are going to be spinning the wheel for movies at the beginning of episodes now, so you don't have to skip to the end and uh, figure out what we are going to be doing then. So yeah, I'm going to spin the wheel now. <laughs> Let's see how long this lives. Oh my god. What is it? Lily? You, no. It, it's not Sea of Monsters. It's not Sea of Monsters. No. No. We talked about this before the podcast, and I said, wouldn't it be funny if the wheel landed on this? I don't know. It's Joker. i joking. <laughs> So I guess we're covering Joker. Um, yeah, look forward to that one probably next week if I have the math right. Um, or don't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I guess spoilers for Catching Fire will be starting like now, I guess. Um, so, what did you think of this movie? As someone who hasn't read the book. I definitely feel it would be better than the first movie. Um, as for, like, I definitely noticed a big thing about they spent a whole less time actually in the games. Like, I, I even noted right when they started the games. It's like, wow. Three-fourths of the movie is already gone. <laughs> yeah, because the games don't actually get to uh, complete in this movie. Oh, no, they don't. Um, is Katniss decided to have a level 100 IQ and shot the barrier? Oh, you think Katniss was the one with the level 100 IQ? I mean, we both no. watched them. <laughs> At least I know some of the things that happened in the book. And she in the movie, she had no idea if that would work or not, or the timing. Yeah, and see, that's one of the absurd things that the movie did, was like having the timing of the lightning strike and all that. No, like, it, it, the movie didn't explain the weak points in the barriers. But I will um, have to say, for the movie's credit, that if you're going so far into nitpitting it, nitpicking, 
then must, you know, got all, like, the, the better details right that allows you to nitpick. Yeah. It's like, the majority of these movies, um, like, are fantastic. Great adaptations. Um, I, I think, you know, the biggest flaw with these adaptations is that they never once showed the Avoxes. Um, um, what are those? Basically, it was like servants in the capital who um, just kind of had their... Um, they were like forced into servitude and they like had their tongues taken out. Uh, that's um, something I there don't was really a- want to see. <laughs> There was a red-headed girl in the first uh, book who also should have appeared. It, it also appeared in the second book, uh, who's not in either movie. There was a peacekeeper. I don't know if you like paid attention during that section of the Lost in Adaptation video, but there was a peacekeeper that Katniss was friends with. Oh, yeah, I who, remember that. Um, yeah, named Darius. So, like, that was something that was cut out of... Uh, this movie as well. Um, and then obviously, like, uh, Gail's whole, uh, you know, thing about, like, why he ended up getting beaten in the square, like, is different in the book. Um, in the book, it's just because he doesn't realize the pe- the new peacekeepers have come in yet. Um, why was it he being up in the movie? I forgot. He tried to stop an old woman from getting beaten. Ah. Uh. Whereas in the book, he just kind of showed up with a dead turkey on the head on the head peacekeeper's doorstep, which you know, with the old group would have been fine, but with this new group, absolutely not. <laughs> and I like okay, so Lily taught it brought this up while she was watching the movie, um, and I think the name peacekeeper is. Like, it's very intentional. Like, for starters, peace is peacekeeping isn't always necessarily a good thing. And ultimately what the capital is doing here is they are trying to, you know, prevent an uprising prevent by... Prevent a war. Inti- yeah, by intimidation and fear and stuff. When, really, a war is kind of what needs to happen. So, and obviously I'm just going to jump right at the end to here. We find out that, and we don't find out much about it. Um, but we do get the mention of number 13. Yeah, District 13. The, the, the district actually still being around um, was something that was teased more heavily in the book. Hmm. Um. Because, like, there were two kids, I believe, from District 8, who Katniss and Gail ran into when they were hunting in the woods. Um, that mentioned that District 13 was around, and Katniss didn't really believe them. But then, like, later, you know, it all kind of connects. So, and the new Game Master, I find him interesting. Plutarch um, Heavensby? <laughs> because, you know... As he has no reason, sorry, I guess I should say, at the beginning, 
he had no real reason to become a game master. Um, he never gave a good reason. Because you just saw the previous game master die. Not mm-hmm. the first thing, not something, a position I would want to volunteer for. That's just yeah, me. Yeah, it's, in- <laughs> it's an interesting, you know, path for him to take. Um, and, like, uh, like, the whole goal was obviously, um, you know, to eventually reveal this big, con- big conspiracy to, uh, you know, get Katniss out and have her be the face of the new rebellion, which we will get into with the Mockingjay movies. Um, but yeah, it's, he's a very interesting character. Um, I will say the movie kind of portrays him a little worse than I would have liked. Um, because like the movie implies that he was the driving force behind, uh, the, change of the peacekeepers Hmm. when really that's never implied in the books i wonder why he would do such a thing i guess i mean obviously the Hmm. obviously the thing there is to like you know make the people more angry um i mean more angry faster is um Definitely something he would want. Yeah. So not only he's getting all the districts riled up, he is getting the capital riled up. Yeah. This is like one of the things I <laughs> one of the things I loved is like how, you know, they tried to get the games canceled. Um like all throughout the lead up to them, and like oh, I you know, it eventually culminated. Um, yeah, or- yeah, and like uh, eventually, like it it all leads up to eventually, like Peta doing like the last resort move and claiming that Katniss is pregnant, which obviously gets the you know the chance. It gets the capital public. Yeah, it gets the capital public furious, but of course, President Snow knows it's not true. So the games go ahead anyway. I have to say, this is a thing. Yeah. And like, this is a thing that happens in the books too. And actually too, um, as far as I know, they actually just told the rebellion that she lost the baby in the arena. Huh? Okay. Then so yeah, I I I, <laughs> I don't think it's mentioned in the movies. So basically, as um, much as they mentioned it and uh, mentioned the previous uh, game master's death. Yeah. Um. I have to, but, I yeah, forgot but, about in um the first book. Did they? Sorry, in the second book, did they mention? That the previous um, game master, they mentioned he died, but did they mention how he died? Either choosing, you know, regular death or eating the berries. Well, 
see the thing here is like you're asking me to remember specific details about a book i haven't read in over a decade so hmm. i can't give you an answer <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> is i want i want to know if like the berries were just made up for the first movie or if they actually happened in the second book I can't remember the berry, the the specific berries, and like you know their nature, the fact that they're poisonous, the fact that like Katniss and Peeta, like were supposed to kill themselves with with them. Those berries exist in the book, but and not about um how that they put the um, peace not why do we keep going peacekeeper the um, game master into the room? They lock the doors, right? Like, yeah, like I can't remember. You know that specifically, but like like has been said, uh, like the Dom pointed out, those books are written in first person. Yeah. So anything that Katniss wasn't there for, either was exclusively revealed in dialogue that was spoken to Katniss or within Katniss's presence, or just didn't it, happen. Um, yeah, or it just didn't happen, or Katniss's thoughts tell us or something. So, a lot of the stuff, you know, a lot of the stuff they show in both this movie and in the previous movie probably would have been happening behind the scenes anyway. So, we haven't um, been mentioning this one thing. The original, so the original author was not in the screenplay. Not a credits. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, not in the credits for the screenplay, which is yeah. interesting because you would expect this book, you would expect this movie to be less faithful to the book because of it. But it wasn't. And it, yeah, it might actually be more faithful um, because you don't have these weird, like awkward creatures that were in like the Hunger Games finale that, you know, didn't line up to their book counterpart very much at all. Um But granted, you know, that would have been hard to translate into the movie um, if they had been that accurate. So, um, I remember during the ape scene, I was like, oh, what if the apes are friendly? And then I realized that this is all, um, you know, made yeah. by the game. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. None of this is natural. <laughs> Yeah, you realize that this is the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, the way that the apes were moving, I thought they had a more peaceful outlook, and then obviously they moved in for the kill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and something about that. So the old lady, Mags. Yeah, Mags just. She knew that no matter what she said, they would not want to leave her behind. So she just did it anyway. Yeah. And I, I, if I remember correctly, that's accurate to what happened in the books, too. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, too. And, like, obviously it seems like she was in on the whole plan to, uh, you know, get Katniss out of the arena. Because, like, as... 
I can't remember if it was Plutarch or Hamish that said it, but like one of them said like half the tributes were in on the plan to screw over the games. Yeah. Um and it wasn't mentioned in this movie, but Hamish was the winner of the second quarter oh, quell. Yeah. That was the fiftieth the 50th Hunger Games. Um and in that one, he uh like in that one there were double the amount of tributes. I wonder why they became an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. And um, if I'm remembering correctly, the way that he ends up winning also relied on the force field as well. Um, basically, um, there was like this giant chasm um, at one point and like near it. Some At some point far down it, the force field uh, had like, like at some point the force field appeared far down in the chasm and if you threw something down there, it would actually bounce back up. And what Hamish ended up doing was tricking another tribute into throwing an axe at him. And then he dodged it. It went into the chasm, bounced off of the force field, came back and killed the guy who threw it at who, yeah. who threw it at him. Okay. Yeah. So, the capital said that he won in a not regular way, so he got chastised for it? Yeah, I think something like that. Um, like, regardless, if I, don't, if I don't have the specific details right, either way, he did end up using the force field to win his Hunger Games. Um, Honestly, I thought... He just used the force field to throw his opponents into it. <laughs> That's what I would have but, done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he ended up becoming an alcoholic. Um, and, like, there's probably a load of things here, like, too, with him becoming an alcoholic. There's, like, the PTSD that surely resulted from the games. There's being forced to be a mentor to kids for 20 three years afterward and seeing all of them come back dead. Um, Except for, well, I was going to say one, but I guess two. Yeah, but then that was the 24th year, so that's why I specified 23 years. <laughs> yeah, that... Actually, how bad it must be for him that he has to the first time he saw, you know, his, you know, kid coming back alive, only to being shoved back into the fire again. Yeah. And with the knowledge that you may, that you may be shoved back in as well. Oh, yeah, that. I remember when, it was such a powerful scene, only a few seconds long, but during this, when he heard the news, he threw his bottle at the projection, obviously going right through. Yeah, it's like... It, it's rough, and then you have this whole, you know, conversation between Hamish and Katniss, where, like, it's revealed that Peta has already been to see him, and that, like, you know, whoever they call on for the male tribute, the other is going to volunteer. 
because, you know, one wants to protect Katniss. Technically, they both want to protect Katniss, but, like, Katniss wants PETA to be protected, and the only way he can really be protected is if he's not there. And I think it was best that he was in the games because, um, I forgot the alcohol's name, but he did all the background work amazingly, by the way. Indeed he did. Uh, but his name was Hamish. Hamish, thank you. Um, wait, Hamish and what was the other one? The, um, the girl... Which girl? No, the, the main character? No, the, um, <laughs> the one with Hamish, the, uh, getting them ready. Oh, Effie. Effie, thank you. Yeah, she's, uh, someone from the capital. That's what I assumed. Um, Effie, will we see that person again? Yes. I think, if I remember the movies correctly... But we definitely saw her again in the books. Hmm. I wonder, because at one time, she would want to, you know, protect her new friends. But at the other time, she's still working for the Capitol. Yeah, it's it, it's an interesting thing. Like, her character is very interesting to analyze. Um, but more particularly with the books, because they go more in-depth. Obviously, because they, they have more time. allowed to go in more depth, where the movie honestly goes it, oh, pretty much pretty in depth for being a movie. Yeah, and like, you know, there's still several layers of social commentary here. Like, you know, like I was mentioning earlier with the whole Peacekeeper aspect, it's one of the things I like to point out, too, when discussing Avatar and when you talk about the spirits of Rava and Vatu, um, and how the Avatar spirit isn't actually a reflection of good, and the show never actually says that. Um, it says that Rava is the spirit of light and peace. And there are lots of evil things that can be done in the name of peace. Hmm. And you can have an evil avatar. But that's a different series. Different series, um, different publication. Yeah. But, like, the bottom line here is that, you know, peace isn't really an objective good. Um, I mean, I can't exactly say shooting someone is peaceful. At the same time, the definition of peace... One of the definitions is literally just no war. And, well, that's what they're doing. No yeah, war. they're trying to prevent a war. Um, but, of course, they're not going to be able to do that because District 13 is busy getting involved. Yeah, everything is set into motion now. Yeah. It's the only thing is when... Yeah, and obviously, like, there's this reveal, too, at the end of the movie that, you know, the Capitol destroyed District 12. Um, most of the people made it out um, and made it to District 13, hmm. so that's good, at least. But there were still plenty who died. 
I'm sure of that. And then, of course, we have PETA, who is stuck in the Capitol. Uh, so, which is, everyone's been saying stuck in the Capitol. Why is he not dead? That's what I want to know. Ah, we'll get that in Mockingjay. <laughs> sure we will. Part one. Ooh, just part <laughs> one. How lucky am I? Yeah. Because they split the third book into two parts for the movies. You th which I want to know, do you think was a good idea? I personally do. I know a lot of fans who don't think it was a good idea. Hmm. I guess I'll have to um, judge that myself. Now, regarding this movie, I actually... Um, I have a hard time deciding whether or not I like it better than the first one or not. Because really? the first one... The first one gets me, like, more emotional. Hmm. Um, because there's just a lot more emotional depth to it, I feel. Like, obviously, this movie, you know, you deal with complex PTSD um, a lot more. But I would argue that I... Katniss already has... I would argue that Katniss already has complex B PTSD before she even goes into the arena. Yeah. Um, But you definitely see it a lot more because, like, I guess the best way to put it would just be that the games made it worse. Oh, I mean, if nothing else, the games definitely didn't help it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love how they showed the PTSD. I Yeah, they do a really good job at showing PTSD, and thankfully they didn't show, like, trauma recovery like a certain other movie tried to do oh which a movie one which that one? we will a movie that we will be covering in uh august i think so you know what we'll get to that you'll know what it is when we talk about it i just want to know how the hell you're so sure about oh marvel yeah there's a certain marvel movie that shows ptsd really well, but it does not show recovery well at all. Hmm. In fact, it kinda is borders on offensive with how poorly it shows recovery. Was it just so quick? It basically, um, they just needed it to be gone. It, yeah, it was more like they just needed it to be gone, so it's gone now. Pretty much. Or more offensive, but honestly, I can understand why they would be driven to do something like that, because they realized, oh, crap, um, how the hell are we going to deal with this? Why don't we just don't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Perfect idea. And Perfect I mean, idea. I love it. <laughs> the movie has tons of problems aside from that as well. Um, I mean, I can do the math and figure out what movie it is, but honestly, I don't care enough. Yeah. I have a feeling I might make, like, you know, over the course of this podcast, you'll become an MCU fan. But it'll take a while getting there, because we aren't even at Avengers yet. I feel and like I'm, we've... Like, when it comes to MCU, there's going to be some things I like more than others, and I feel like I'm not going to be with the majority. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, at this point where, where we're at now, we've had one great movie, two bad movies, and an okay movie. 
that's where we're at now with the MCU on this what podcast. What the two uh, bad movies? I'm sorry. I know what... Tell me the not obvious one. Iron Man 2? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But... You obviously know what I was referencing when I said obvious. <laughs> yeah. The Incredible Hulk is obviously bad. It's probably the worst MCU movie. Although... Eternals was pretty bad, too. Ugh. So you said, um... So yeah, um, Thor is what you meant by okay. Yeah, Thor was just okay. I I prefer that movie. I don't know why, I just do. You prefer it because Loki's hot. Hey, Thor's <laughs> also pretty hot, too. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, also, like I mentioned in our Hunger Games, uh, episode, which was episode 14, by the way. Jesus. Yeah, we're, like, in the 30s or 40s now with episodes. It's only hard Goodness. to believe that we've, um, been going on for so long. But yeah, like I said in that episode, we will be seeing Josh, Hutch Josh Hutchinson Again, he's the guy who plays PETA. Um, mm. In another movie, um, much, much younger. Um, we're also going to see Jennifer Lawrence again, because we are going to be covering the X-Men franchise, and she played a huge role in that. And, I mean, really, it's just the Hunger Games and X-Men that Jennifer Lawrence plays huge roles in. Um because she's just not known for playing huge roles in general. Um, I honestly cannot think of a single thing we did not cover in this movie. What do you mean? I mean, I think we're um, almost done. I mean, maybe. I mean, uh, there's... you got uh, more points to talk about? But uh, I, I do want to circle back to what I was saying earlier about how I think... It's hard for me to decide if I like this film more than the first one. Of course. Because, like, like, like I said, the first film got me more emotional. There are more beats that hit harder for me. Like, you know, Katniss comforting her sister at the very beginning of the movie. The reaping. You know, uh, the whole ruse death scene. And the and pretty much the entire friendship between Katniss and Rue in general. Um like, all of that, you know, it's just a much more emotionally driven movie, I feel. Hmm. But then at the same time, I think this movie had less questionable directing choices than the first movie did. For one, it got rid of all the shaky cam during the action scenes, scenes which, God, yes, thank you, the movie is better because of that. But at the same time, I question, like, it, film critics definitely say that this movie is better than the first one um, um I'll, meanwhile sorry. meanwhile a lot of fans think the first book was better than the second one hmm and it also goes hand in hand with um cinematography 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 um because the shot especially Especially when the um, the center platform was spinning, those were shot <laughs> pretty damn well. Yeah, and like I don't know if we mentioned this in the like in the first um, 
in our episode on the first movie, but like a lot of the actors actually went in like training in like, oh, damn. you know, particular comp, like particular combat stuff. Like, you know, you saw characters throwing knives in the first movie and the actors actually trained to learn how to accurately throw knives. Okay. So the um, video we watched, they mentioned it. And I think this is the first time something that they mentioned that I actually had in the back of my head. The Frick is up with um our main protagonist, uh, Quiver. Yeah, it. I feel like, to me, it's something that, you know, the book... The book, you know, he was saying, you know, in the book, the her allies, it, it painstakingly told every time that they went and collected arrows, whereas the movie cut that out. I I appreciated that they didn't spend too much time on it, but I, there was definitely a point where I was like, so is, is this um, just a magical quiver that, um, you know, has infinite arrows now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, air, like, the fucking Arrow TV show had more consistency with that than this does. Like, the Arrow TV show makes it very clear that Oliver Queen, who is the Arrow, only has, like, I can't remember if it was 24 or 26 arrows in his quiver. Yeah, John Cagnus's level, I mean... Also, it's kind of funny, too. Like, this franchise, you know, this franchise took off um, in a big way. And, like, you know, a good chunk of the MCU's humor is pop culture references, and The Hunger Games actually does get referenced at one point in the MCU. (laughs) What movie? So I can be looking forward to it. It's not in a movie. Oh, TV show. Mm Mm-hmm. What TV show? Hawkeye. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah we will definitely be getting to that in like why don't you have three years infinite quiver <laughs> what i'm not the main protagonist of freaking hunger games <laughs> no i think it was more like um i think it was something like hey look it's you no that's katniss everdeen <laughs> i actually kind of like that Some, something like that um but yeah uh so before we get into giving our ratings for this movie, I want to give the uh, critic reviews or, you know, the general scores that it has on the different sites. IMDb has a 7.5. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has 90%. Metacritic has 76%. I think that I think 76% is too low. And then Google Users has an 85%, which is pretty low for Google so, Users. Um. um. I wanted to point out, so I was asking Avery to retrieve all of our scores. Um, first of all, Avery joked about um, the not uh, too much water joke. And then, but it made me remind me of something. This movie had a whole lot more water than the first movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know why it I did. pointed that out, but it, it was funny to me at the time. <laughs> so our ratings for the first movie, Lily gave The Hunger Games a 7.8, and I gave it an 8.8. I think I'm going to stick to my score. What about um, you? Honestly, I have to rewatch the movie. Because there's... I think there's a whole lot more subtleties in the first movie that I want to catch out now. As terms for um, what I said that I'd likely rate it higher, I think I would. I think I would definitely rate it higher um, if I watch, like, let's say I rewatch the last two movies and then rewatch the entire trilogy front to back again. I think I have a more appreciative understanding of th those movies. Mm-hmm. And as for this rating, I'm going to do it more than what I did, so... Then... This movie, I think I'm going to give it an 8.77. As I was saying, um, you know, several times throughout this podcast, like, I'm torn on whether or not I find this to be a better movie than the first one, which means it's really only fair to the give this rating. movie this, yeah, give this movie the same score. So this movie is also getting an 8.8 .8 from me. <laughs> we're around the same and score this time. Yeah, we're very close. We've given some movies the exact same score before. Um, I know we did that with The Lightning Thief. What, a 1.0? <laughs> we gave it 1.3. But, yeah. Uh, I think that's where we sit with this movie. Why don't I give a movie um, a 6.9? <laughs> I think we have. <laughs> God, not to rewatch but, the all of the podcast episodes yeah. just to find it. Uh. It might be nice to have, like, a table showing what we ranked each movie. Hmm. I'll get up to that when I feel like it. Which is to say never. Not um, never. Just maybe next month. <laughs> <laughs> next year? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's where we sit with this movie. If you are somebody who skipped to the end... Uh, because you wanted to know what movie we're covering next, go ahead and rewind back to the beginning, because we spun the wheel already. Uh, we have decided to move it to the beginning of the episodes instead of the end, so you don't have to, you know, skip through all of it and potentially spoil, spoil yourself on stuff spoil to figure yourself. out what... Shut up, Lily. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... With all that being said... My legs are killing me. Okay, cool. Bye. Okay. <laughs> oh, bye.